0: In 2023, many people believe that the pandemic is over, but many schools across Illinois are still experiencing the devastating effects of COVID-19. Experts say the lockdowns, quarantines, and frequent exposures have caused many students to fall behind in their academic, social, and behavioral development. Now that schools are mostly back to normal, teachers are faced with the daunting task of catching these kids back up while keeping the other kids progressing. Chris Simpson, the superintendent of Richland County School District, says it is still up in the air as to how long that will take. It's also difficult to determine how long-lasting and, and how impactful that's going to be. Are we, are we looking at trying to address something that is, is going to be corrected over one or two school years and we can get students caught up, but, or is it something that's going to persist even longer? And I think that's a question that still remains to be answered. While he may not know how long it will take, Simpson says he is still taking action to get students back where they need to be. Richland County has begun increasing staff and lowering the number of students in each class to increase the amount of hands-on instruction for each student. This may help academically, but Simpson says he has a completely different plan for helping younger students with their behavioral development. One of the things that we have, have attempted to do is increase the number of counselors, school social workers. Uh, we've been fortunate that we've been able to get a uh, have a grant partnership with a local health department that provide some behavioral health services for our students, and providing counseling services within the school for, for some of our students. Richland County may not know when these plans will bring kids back up to speed, but some school leaders across the state believe their students are already caught up. The superintendent at New Simpson Hill Grade School, Joe nicewander, says after-school tutoring and summer school programs have helped bring their students' state test scores back to their normal range.
1: So New Simpson Hill, uh, we saw the same thing, you know, we had, uh... A 32.6 in math, uh, meeting or exceeding, and then after the pandemic that dropped to around 21 percent, and now we're back at roughly over 30, 32, 33 percent.
0: He also credits the school's ability to come back to in-person instruction in the fall of 2020 with a test to stay policy as a massive help to their progress.
1: And we were kind of fortunate here at New Simpson Hill because we're a small district. After the year after the pandemic, we were in school full session. We didn't have Group A show up one day and Group B show up another day. Here we were able to do that, social distance them in the cafeteria, so we had the kids here, every kid here every day.
0: In Johnson County, Vienna High School has also seen lots of success in catching their kids up since they came back to in-person instruction in the fall of 2020. Vienna High School Superintendent Josh Stafford says their school is now better off due to the pandemic. He says being forced into online learning has helped teachers, students, and administrators learn how to implement it into the day-to-day teaching at their high school
2: students have access to these online learning management systems, even though they're in the classroom face to face, right? It's I I can get home, pull out my Chromebook or whatever my device of choice is and pop up the video of the lecture today that my teacher gave, right? They can pull that out, rewatch that uh, instructor, teach that lesson, all of the contents there, the references are there, their parents have access to that to help support that learning outside of the normal school day there's just, that's a huge win. We've never, our students have never, and our parents have never had that level of access.
0: This dual instruction has helped students succeed within the high school classroom and their college classrooms.
2: Out of the Southern 52 high schools in Illinois, by percentage, we are in the top 5% of having Illinois State scholars. And so that continues to be the case. And uh, we have over 12% of our senior class that's graduating with their associate's degree this year.
0: Stafford says the pandemic has forced them to become proactive with their students' futures. He says they have hired student success coaches to help guide their students along the path to whatever their desired career
2: is. 10 times a year is the exposure that we're trying to get, right? Is to say, hey, what do you think in post high school? What is that gonna look like? Do you wanna go into a career of journalism? Do you wanna go into a career of fill in the blank, whatever it is, and, and, and whatever that career interest is or those career interests are, What's a pathway to get there? And they're sitting down developing a roadmap of what does it look like?
0: They have multiple career paths, including aviation, health occupations, and education. While some high schools are helping kids be prepared for college, many students are still struggling in their early college years. Christy McIntyre, associate director and professor in the School of Education at SIU, says it is difficult to pinpoint why students are struggling.
1: So one of the things that we've, has been a topic of discussion for the last year and a half is, what supports do we need to be putting in place for all students at this time because we do see students that are struggling going through courses and it's hard to pinpoint if the struggles are due to the modality meaning online hybrid face-to-face or are students struggling at times um, because of social emotional we do see that more than we ever saw it before.
0: McIntyre says a factor in student academic struggles is that asynchronous online courses are not meeting the needs of students.
1: He had done an inventory of how many classes we're offering this semester, how many are online, how many are hybrid, how many are face-to-face. And then his question to all of us was, are we meeting the needs of our students? Is this what our students want? What we're finding as far as performance goes is that asynchronous courses are not serving students well. And students are telling us they're not as happy with asynchronous coursework.
0: Kylie Corinthian, a freshman at SIU, says her online courses have lowered her motivation within the class.
1: Further down the road, I started being less motivated to do schoolwork. And just staring at a computer all day was really weighing on me. So that, in a way, affected me.
0: McIntyre is trying to fix this within her own department, but she believes more needs to be done. She says too often colleges and universities focus on retention, but not specifically on how well students are doing within their class.
1: I think there needs to be a larger faculty discussion about outcomes, learning outcomes related to asynchronous coursework versus synchronous versus hybrid versus face-to-face.
0: This faculty conversation is being had at all levels, with many schools in the state making progress towards helping their students after the pandemic. Even with this progress, there is still much work to be done to help kids take their world that was turned upside down and try to make it right again. For Focus, I'm Ethan Holder.